and poured the rest of it onto the ground. Monica wondered if she ought to run back to the cottage to put on a fresh pot of coffee, but just then they heard sirens in the distance. Monica couldn't help but notice the look of panic that came over the face of one of the men. He had thick chestnut hair and hazel eyes and was very good-looking. He had caught Monica's eye almost immediately, although he was probably ten years younger than her. He hesitated for a moment, plucking at the hem of his sweatshirt, then took off at a run across the field, away from the road where the sound of sirens had become louder. Mauricio? Jeff called after him. Come back! Mauricio, what's wrong? Mauricio continued running, and by the time the police cars came barreling down the dusty, rutted road, he was gone from view. Monica looked at Jeff, but he just shook his head. The patrol cars swerved to a halt and their doors flew open. Monica heard garbled voices overlaid with static blaring from the radios. Two uniformed officers exited the vehicles and began walking toward the bog. One was young with cropped blonde hair and a pair of dark wraparound sunglasses. The other was older, his white face shining with perspiration. He kept hitching his pants up as he walked, as if his holster, gun, and nightstick were weighing them down. Jeff shimmied out of the bog and joined the rest of the crew. The younger officer chomped down on a piece of gum, snapping and popping it before he spoke. What have we got here? His partner had finally caught up with him, his breath whistling audibly in the still air. Drowning? He looked around, his gaze settling on Jeff's, as if he could tell Jeff was in charge. Jeff shrugged his shoulders, his left arm hanging limply by his side. Doubt it. Water's barely more than a foot deep. Got any idea who he is? The blonde peered over the edge of the bog at Colbert's body, which was now floating freely, a long strand of cranberry vine trailing across his chest. Sam Colbert. Jeff looked down at his feet. The heavier officer whistled. Thought he looked familiar. He glanced at his watch. Detective Stevens should be on the way. At first, Monica thought he'd said Stephen, so she was surprised when a car pulled up and a woman got out. She was heavily pregnant and wearing an unbuttoned trench coat over a navy jumper and white blouse. She went around to the trunk of her car, opened it, and fished out a pair of rubber boots. She perched on the edge of the back seat and pulled them on. Monica noticed that the officer's posture straightened ever so slightly, and the one in the sunglasses momentarily stopped snapping his gum. Detective Stevens made her way across the muddy ground to where they were all standing. She had blonde hair cut slightly shorter than chin length and tucked behind her ears. She too picked Jeff out of the crowd, sticking out her hand briskly. Detective Tammy Stevens... Several of the crew looked startled, and Monica thought she could read the look on their faces. A female detective? What gives? The coroner will be along shortly. Meanwhile, I'd like to ask you some questions. Monica looked her over. They were around the same age. This must be a late-in-life pregnancy for Stevens. She was pretty, but her blue eyes, only lightly touched by wrinkles, were sharp. 
The men shuffled their feet and looked down at the ground. Monica pulled her hands up inside her sleeves. Shock was making her shiver. Stevens put a hand on Monica's arm. You okay? Monica nodded briskly and lifted her chin. She could handle this. She glanced at Jeff out of the corner of her eye. He looked worried, as was to be expected, but not particularly shaken. Stevens turned toward the officers. Do we have an ID on the body? She said the word body almost apologetically, glancing at Monica to see if she was okay. Sam Colbert, the heavier officer hastened to say, like an eager student showing off in class. The blonde gave him a dirty look. Sam Colbert, huh? Stevens edged closer to the bog and peered over the edge, both hands on her back. Any idea?